Welcome back to the Money Hill, your number one Call of Duty podcast with a betting focus, taking you through all the matches and majors of the 2021 CDL season. My name, of course, is Scoot. I'm back here with Nikita. Chris, unfortunately, couldn't make it today. And speaking of majors, we just finished up the stage four major. We're headed into stage five. Nikki, how are you feeling today, sir? I'm feeling good, man. I'm, it's good to be back. It feels like, even though I think it's only been a week off, technically, it feels like it's been like two or three weeks, and I keep trying to find some form of COD fix and just couldn't get it. I think we had an extra week of break. Um, I'm not sure what was up with the CDL. They just kind of took an extra week off after, I believe, maybe something to do with World Series of Warzone in there. Uh, but it was, it was really cool to see pro players kind of play alongside streamers and, and like form those teams. Um, of course, like your professional Warzone streamers are going to win that event. So uh, Rated, Aiden, all those guys, they brought in a huge boatload Dude. of cash. That Aiden has won oh. so fucking much. I mean, he's highest paid or highest winnings, I think, for a Warzone streamer, which yeah. is nuts off the charts. Um, but I mean, Optics team performed pretty well. Need them to do that in the CDL, however. It's, they did. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I mean, I have, I have thoughts on that. Yeah, I think I think we can kind of jump right into it with a little retake, um, taking a look at you know the past week of matches, what hit, what what missed, um, how upset, kind of happy we are. I guess kind of thoughts-wise where we stood on everything. I mean, the big storyline here, of course, Atlanta phase win yet again, stage four major champions. Um, Dallas didn't make it easy, but this is not a surprising result by any Yeah, you see, no, to me, the big story is actually Empire. Like Dallas reaching finals after slumping for what, like the last three majors. Um, And actually, I, I think taking Atlanta to the most games out of any major final. Yeah, most games on any major final besides like the one they went lost. To, it, went is... to best in, it went to nine uh, games. Yeah. I mean, so. Toronto did beat them, to be fair. Um, that's that's kind of the big one there. But I think the big storyline for Dallas is is Ilian Crimsix really showing up this weekend, which is something we've highlighted throughout the season as wanting to see. Um, those two kind of underperforming online, and it's very encouraging to see them show up on land, especially if you're an Empire fan. For sure. No, absolutely. Look, Empire looked good. Uh, like you said, Toronto dropped them, but then they came back and took the win. Uh, both series going to five, so very close. Uh, it was it was really impressive there. I think it sucked that Subliners had to play with a last second um, sub. So a sim for those of you that don't know couldn't make it. Uh, you know, that's the reality I, I... of it. it. They got fairly far. Uh, I think potentially had they been playing with the full team. They could have beat an empire, which could have changed. I the think whole they'd narrative. beat empire, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Changes the whole I, I narrative. Think, yeah, it changes the entire thing, especially Asim on land. He's been there before. Um, yeah. Plus their chemistry and hard point, unbeatable. I mean, when they have like, been fucking frying leading yeah. up to this, so it's it's tough to. I just you know look, that's the reality of things. Uh, regardless, empire looked good. They took advantage of the situation. Um, I think ultra looked great as well. Uh, they definitely, for me, are kind of sitting. They've proven themselves now. They performed. Now that they have that LAN event. Yeah, they performed like to expectation. Um, yes, and and it's good to see that. I guess after the online time and and how much yep. people doubted them. I guess moving forward. But for me, I, in New York, um, Decimate at some points really stepped up for them, especially in the Florida series. I think he clutched like two or three rounds in Surge and Destroy, which is something you really don't expect out of a substitute, and that just comes from I guess having ice. Um, but like on the back half of that, I think Florida for me to really believe in them moving forward needed to beat up 
or to beat the New York beat up lineup. Um, and it's just Came kind close. of a struggle now. Me they too, did come but... close, but like you have to pull that off, especially yeah. against a substitute team. Uh, we had the New York from the jump, you know, slipping a little bit with uh, some of our Minnesota bets as well, which I think was pretty important. Um, team everybody wants to hear about, though, Optic Chicago. For me, the picture is just them continuing to beat teams that they should and not teams that they need to. You know, I've been uh, – it, it's been funny because there was uh, – what's his name? Came out. Scump came out and kind of talked about this. He said that they are putting in the work, uh, their hidden streams, but people can't see it. And I don't doubt that the team is working. I don't think Hex or Scump would, you know, allow them not to. I, I Maybe formal is a little bit more lax than them, but I think they all have the drive to win. So I can't imagine the team is coasting. The thing that's frustrating, looking back on it, is their success normally comes off of one player popping off. You know, whether it's Envoy, yeah. uh, you know, Formal has a great event, uh, you Dashy, you know, you have someone for Scump. Scump has been playing well. People are trying to give him shit. Now, he had a he had a small slump, but he's back. But they, it's all individual performances. And for some reason, the chemistry just isn't there. Like they're not playing fluidly as a team, and that's yep. what's stopping them from taking the next level. I Scump came out and said he's like it's so fucking frustrating because they keep losing in the same way at the same point, but their scrims and everything are going really well, um, and they don't know how to fix this. This and, like at at a point kind of seems like kind of a trend for them, and and I know you haven't followed for the longest time, but it's always been like Chicago comes out look really good. There's a lot of chemistry there, and the team looks great across the board. They're streaming scrims, having a great time, vibing, and then slump hits. They stop streaming, and then at the end of the season, they kind of pick it up around champs. And, and I mean, I don't think you can always rely on that, and maybe this is a year where it kind of all falls apart, but hopefully that is the same trend, and, and it very well could be. Um, but everybody across the board is saying they are good enough. Like, yeah. even Zuma on his stream is like, they are good enough to get this done. There's just it's the same mistakes that keep biting them in the ass. Yeah. And it's really tough to see. It, it's tough. And I think it's hard for them. It's frustrating for them because they are like, this is one of the things is like, I, if they want to made a team change, I would disagree with that. I kind of think they need to stick it out for the rest of the year because by this point it's, it, and who are you swapping for? That's the thing. It, they are individually in the top tier of their roles. Um, so it, potentially, actually, it's a coaching change. Maybe they need a coach to come in and kind of help them um, refocus and, and kind of work around that. They're, I, I, they're a top four, top five team at this point. You know, uh, it, it, it's tricky. And I don't, I don't know what the fix is. I don't think they know what the fix is. Otherwise, they would have done it. And clearly, they're playing good enough and they're individually talented enough to be here. It's just that thing like, this is a team game, and if you want to reach the finals, you want to beat teams like FaZe, Subliners, and Ultra, you need to play as a team because that's what's happening over there. They're always having not just one player pop off and take over. It's two players playing really well together. It's three players. It's a whole team, you know, frying, and and that's that's what's needed to be a champ. Yeah, and and – it, I mean, you kind of pointed to it, you know, coaching. Um, although a lot of the teams with like multiple coaches right now are performing at a way higher level 
um, yeah. just because they can analyze game modes individually or players individually and you're not hearing the same voice over and over again. I think it's something we discussed last week as well. Uh, another storyline to kind of touch on, Seattle looked a whole lot better on land. That's for goddamn sure. Um, I mean, Octane had an unbelievable individual weekend, uh, but the rest of the team also looked a lot better. I mean, across the board, and they take Chicago to five maps, which was Chicago also after that match is, is a lot of their players are like, we made a lot of mistakes in that and, and we could have lost it. Um, mm-hmm. But Seattle needed to close it out again. Game five, tough situation for them. Kind of just brutal. Um, I, I don't know, but it was good to see Octane Fry. Uh, the value still there on that guy for sure. Um, I, yeah, I'm not sure if there's enough, any other. That's for sure. No, they're good enough. I mean, look, we're, we're going in. We've got fans back for stage five. Um, I, I'm pretty sure the top five teams have qualified. So FaZe, Empire, Ultra, Subliners, and Chicago. Yeah, they have. They've yeah. all clinched a playoff spot. Um, I think everybody but eighth, I believe. Pretty no, much. Uh, no, no, no. So it's, it's only top five that have their playoff spot. Well, it would take, like, uh, what I mean by that is kind of, it would take a nightmare fallout for, like, six and seven, I think, to fall out of the top eight. Uh, potentially, like but an absolute nightmare. It, it, yeah, I agree with that. The prob- most likely, uh, we have the Rocker and Thieves that are they're in. Mutineers are in eighth place, uh, with Gorillas seventy points behind them. The yeah. Paris Legion, Ravens, and Seattle Surge. But we, in theory, though, we do still have seven teams vying for those kind of final three spots. Um, I think I expect it to be. Six, seven, eight, you know, to be Rocker, Thieves, and Mutineers, uh, to, to be the teams that make it. The interesting thing is, though, we have five teams in the playoffs. So, seeding is up right now. Yeah, it is. Empire and, and is still sitting in second place one. because of how dominant they were at the very start. And this little win at the end has kept them up. But, you know, Ultra, between Empire, Ultra, and Subliners, there is a 10-point discrepancy. So Empire yeah, has five points stage. more than Ultra. Ultra has five points more than Subliners. And then trading behind is Chicago. But So this stage is really going to decide the top four at, at the playoffs. And that's that's hype. I mean, we yeah, we have something Sorry, spicy this coming up this, um, yeah, the whole stage, with stage five in, in the groups. And I mean, the group play counts as well. Like, those records matter. Yeah. It's going to matter really how people perform in the major, um, how they're seated for champs, which is, I, I think, a big thing. There's also the discussion on, you know, should all 12 teams play at champs, just seeing the performance of people on land versus online. Um, I think so, especially with the with the yeah, year with the we've COVID had. Yeah. People need to, they deserve that. But, meh, you know. I, I mean, it's it's tough situation to grapple with because then you devalue, you know, the, the regular season stuff. Um, to a certain point, which is kind of what they've been they've been trying to value, I guess, regular season games a little bit more. Just to, you know, quickly hop through it as we have to. Frying and lying. We're gonna take a look at who had the best picks, um, who had the worst, you know, who is frying I and was who is lying with the one knows. Frying with the one You and your one Um I mean Chris and I obviously have more picks because we did do the midweek or mid major emergency podcast. You went one and zero, a little Seattle money line versus London. I think a lot of your thoughts were taken up just with the crowded room of four voices. Yeah, you guys were just saying a lot of stuff that I I, I agreed with. Um, I will claim all the victories and pretend like I disagreed with all the. the <laughs> Listen, I mean, you put ten k on that one bet. It's uh, <laughs> you know, you're you're walking home pretty happy. Um, Chris went two and two. Ryan from CDL Metrics went one and one. 
I myself went four and two. Um, and, yeah, and with real, that real. being said, I have to give myself the frying. But a lot of those picks came on day two. A little round of applause for you. A little round yeah, of applause. You that. did very well. That. Four and two. I don't like giving myself awards. I mean, we can also look at the best and worst picks of the Appreciate weekend yourself. because I'd love to just call out Chris here for being a wishy-washy little bitch <laughs> um, on the Minnesota Rocker money line. Versus New York, after just hearing from Ryan, he was like, oh, now I want to bet on New York. And it was really unclear for me going back and looking through the picks. Super wishy-washy take. And, and you give him, you lying, lying. Absolutely. Yeah, he I did. Not, already, he does not get the gave frying. You don't get frying for wishy-washy takes. Well, I mean, the crazy one was uh, Florida minus one and a half versus New York. That one, just, just a huge whiff. But I had... Personally, New York, Florida over three and a half parlayed with Chicago, Florida over three and a half, or Chicago, Seattle over three and a half, and that was both like second day picks. Nice, it hit. I mean, that was clean. Yeah, that's for that's sure. a, that's clean. It's a nice little payday. I appreciate that, sir. With that being said, we can kind of look at the intel drop here, whether we look at you know any changes to the game rosters, structure of the CDL, anything upcoming that has really changed. So to take a look at the league um, kind of as a whole and, and individual teams here, LA Thieves have made more changes. I don't know what it's going to take Not at this point. We didn't even touch on that at, changes. In, in the retake. Um, <laughs> like, they, I mean, absolute fallout, obviously, like drastic drastic drop-off for them. I'm not uh, going to hold it against them. Like, oh, yeah. One of their players couldn't spell his name correctly. Yeah, so I mean, he couldn't play. That it's is... kind of past, like, yeah, you can't play him at that point. I mean, like... It's whatever, but I mean, they do it's, bring it's in... shocking on his part, but it's also a shocking lack of common sense from the CDL as well. I, I think personally, you still have to pull off that series, but it was so clear that the search and destroy wasn't there just because they yeah. hadn't practiced with Draza. And I think if they have Hook, it's an yeah. easy win. But yeah, I mean, unfortunately, that's how it goes. LA Thieves making changes yet again. So with that, Draza subbed in for Hook during the major, um, and he performed pretty well. So they're keeping him in him in his spot. I think the bigger one here is John in for TJ. John is a former world champion, great player, great talent across the board. It's just been a while since we've seen him in the league, just in general. I know like he has what it takes, but it's a really a matter of, does he stack up against other sub players? Um, and of course, TJ, I think we touched on it before the major, but like you put the guy on the map, he's it's like a free negative game um, from one of your submachine guns, which has just been a disappointment all season. So a good change in my opinion, just something that had to be done. Um, yeah. I'd like to see who cracked this lineup again, maybe at some point, but for that to happen, they're going to have to play poorly. So I don't entirely know. I, which That's is weird far. considering how good Hook is. You don't need to play yeah. poorly. Like Hook should be in this lineup, but he should. maybe I, I, think I, that... I, I reckon CDL is uh, pretty upset with him. Um, and he might be going through some things. But the final lineup is Kenny Slasher, John, and Draza. Yeah, and so experience now out the window for your submachine guns. They just need to kill things um, pretty much. Like, you don't have a lot to go on there, um, especially in the Cold War setting for John, if you look at that. LAG also making a change. They bring in Mental for Chino, and then, uh, unfortunately for them, people caught on stream a clip of them getting, like, 250 to 20 in hard point by their academy team which is just brutal honestly tragic like that's just terrible but i mean we'll see what this does for the squad i don't i think chino is playing yeah, well but for them. you know but like that's sure the sort of thing. maybe they're trying something completely different yeah that's the sort of that's why 
it it sucks to stream like maybe you're like okay you know what we want to try and and come back from a, a deficit or spawn lock us and we need to break out of it you know if you're trying to practice a specific thing that can lead to that sort of scoreline um so that's my my attempted defense of them i mean there's nothing to really defend there it's <laughs> it's i don't know dude i like chino was playing well for them showed up on land too like yeah i don't entirely get it um but we have some weirder ones i guess these are like kind of up in the air nobody's really confirmed yet we won't know until we see these teams play but attach is running an ar for minnesota and then Priesta is back on a submachine gun, which I think is a bad move. Um, mm. I think Priesta is a very good flex player, and he can pick up that third, like third sub for you if you need. But he's a great AR player as well. And then Octane might be playing a submachine gun um, this stage. I'm not like I I really don't get it um, for either of those. Those are just kind of wacky changes in my opinion. Yeah, like, the, I mean the Octane one particularly. Uh, yeah, is, he, why would you take him off an AR? I, exactly. I mean, after that performance on late, like, why? Exactly. Um, but the the bigger ones, of course, you know, fans allowed at Stage 5 Major. Um, that's the huge statement from the CDL, with, I believe the only sentence being, we back. Now you can just really see if players are going to crack under the pressure. I, I There is a little bit of pressure to land, but there's more pressure when there's people there. Oh, yeah. Like, significantly oh, way more. Way more. When everyone's watching and reacting to, to your performances and so on. It's a big thing. I mean, you know the green wall is going to be there in force, so that's just going to bring a lot of energy to the stage. Of course, the FaZe fans will be there as well, those being the two most followed organizations in the league. Um, But I think to, you know, kind of finish off the Intel drop, go through the groups for Stage 5. We have Group A and Group B, of course. As always, Group A running through it, Atlanta FaZe, Optic Chicago, New York Subliners, LA Thieves, Paris Legion, and London Royal Ravens. And then Group B being Dallas Empire, Toronto Ultra, Minnesota Rocker, Florida Mutineers, Los Angeles Gorillas, and Seattle Surge. I guess early predictions on who's going to win these, um, as well as, I mean, obviously these teams are playing each other during the stage. Um, Not sure where it will shake out, of course, in in terms of the bracket for the major, but these are the regular season matches or the the stage matches that we'll see these teams going up against each other. Um, What you got? I mean, look, Group A stacked, but Phase comes out on top. Yeah, um, of course. I actually have it going back and forth between Chicago and Subliners. I think I'll put Subliners over Chicago, um, but I think either of those can swap. Uh, I don't think Ravens or Legion will contest with Thieves. I still think Thieves will come in fourth, um, and then no one cares. Group B, uh, I think Ultra's in first place. I I... I'm going to agree with that. And then okay. I think it shakes out pretty normal from there. But I'm looking at kind of Ultra Empire, Florida, Minnesota, um, in terms of Minnesota, in, instead of Minnesota, Florida. Um, I think Florida is going to get the job done online for the most part. Also, Neptune's been running the wrong attachments on his submachine gun the entire season. Um, so I, I don't, I actually don't know how it's possible. But that Dude, was like, said. You're a pro player, you have coaches. Like, what the fuck? How? how? He's been running like one of the wrong muzzle attachments. And so with the way he's been shooting already straight, I mean, that's only going to get straighter. Uh, okay. Um, well, that's good. But like, uh, no, I, mean, I don't a, know. He had a great last stage. Like, I, I, yeah, but if, you, well, okay. Yeah. Okay. 
I don't like, know what the fuck do you say to and, that. And if it like, gets better, he did, like, and good for them. But like, what the fuck? How are you a pro player that doesn't know right? what you should be running? And I you're mean, not Gunless had that. a sixty hertz monitor. He was running. 60 I know, hertz but that's what I mean. The worst like, one. Come on. And then uh, they, of course, didn't get better. But no, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, you wanted it. You wanted to make a difference. You played well for one map. Yeah. Um, that's he was like, that. that's it. He's really like, know. all right, I've done what I need to. Yeah. Um, not much in it for them. I mean, it's it's a change that apparently didn't make a ton of impact. Uh, but I think we, with that being said, we can kind of move into first blood, which is where we look at the match schedule for the week. Um, that being the New York Subliners home series as well as the initial locks of the week moving forward. So to run you through the schedule, we have London Royal Ravens playing Atlanta phase, followed by Paris Legion playing Optic Chicago on Thursday. Then on Friday, we have Los Angeles Gorillas versus the Minnesota Rocker, followed by LA Thieves versus the New York Subliners. On Saturday, we have Paris Legion versus Atlanta phase, Seattle Surge versus the Fordham Mutineers. And finally, the LAG versus Dallas Empire. Uh, and then on Sunday to round out the weekend, London Royal Ravens versus Los Angeles Thieves, Minnesota Rocker versus Toronto Ultra, and honestly a great match to end off the weekend, but New York Subliners versus Optic Chicago on Sunday at 5 p.m. Um, definitely looking forward to that one. But what do you got, Nikki? Initial locks. Throw it at me. I, I mean, look, dude, I think this is such a trash week for betting. The lines oh, are terrible. so screwed. Um, I... <sighs> A lot of my locks, like, I think my lock is going to be phase over Ravens minus two and a half at 1.79. I mean, I can't disagree, especially yeah. the way phases look. Like, like there's nothing to say, hey, you know, they're going to lose this. Especially, have you seen the odds on the phase games this week? I mean, oh, 1.04 on Ravens 03. at 10.1. And, like, the crazy thing yeah. is, is that's not enough to, to tempt me. I mean... <laughs> i i still don't we'll i still it. don't believe it um, um i yeah for me it's the phase minus two and a half like that is a fucking great lock i think for me i think a lot of really good value um especially with the fan base that la thieves has on the new york subliners minus one and a half versus la thieves i have that at 1.98 uh i think maybe they drop Control or Search and Destroy, I don't think there's any way with ASIM back in the lineup that they drop a hard point by any means. Um, I don't think it'll even be close. Like Those subs are going to fry the shit out of John and Draza, unfortunately. No, no, um, agreed. I think, that's a, I think that's a great one. Yeah. Uh, I'll throw in forward, my I mean, other one. Else? My other one uh, is Optic Chicago minus one and a half at 1.63. I had you, that as well. That's you one can, of mine. You can also tempt me. This is less of a lock and more of a like, but I do think it's worth a little bit of a sprinkle of the minus two and a half at 3.24. That yeah, is a, we, that's extremely generous. We've seen them be susceptible though to losing that one half, which is kind of the worst, yes. um, yeah. but it does happen, you know. I also have, you know. I just think the odds more... are great on that. 3.24 is pretty, pretty excellent. So that's why I would maybe dabble like a small yeah, um, three point two four. That's solid. I mean, yeah. it's tough for them with three, though. They haven't been doing it. It is. It is. I, I, I prefer. That's why I said the lock is one point minus one and a half at one point six three. To be fair, they do beat the bad teams when they need to. Um, they do, and I think like right now, commitments at an all time high. So hopefully Legion that translates. Is, I also think Legion is just trash. I think Legion's trash. Um, Florida Mutineers versus Seattle Surge for me one point five nine money line. Um, I actually like that a lot. I think. 
while Seattle looked good on land, Seattle looked good on land, and we know how Seattle plays online. So that's um, interesting. So, I was I was wondering if you were going to go for the Seattle upset, but yeah. Dude, I think, I think there's the, just a mental block there that prevents them from performing online. Like, at some point, you know, and they want to flex how they played on land and everything, and that's cool, um, but you have to win your, your stage matches to, to put yourself in a good position for the major, and agreed. that's the story. Like, And they just haven't been doing that all year. I also have Toronto minus one and a half against Minnesota. I don't think this will really be competitive at all. Um, 1.52 odds. I think that's a mortal lock. And then finally, for me... So you're taking it as just the money line? Minus one and a half. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. Um, finally, I mean, I said it. I'm excited for the match on Sunday, but I'm going to have to ride with the boys here. I think it's time to show up um, again, <laughs> and I think they'll be dialed. Chicago Moneyline versus New York Subliners, 2.04. Um, not enough for me to put it in the deep flank or anything. You can really take this whatever way you want it. You're going to get yeah. good value on both sides, whatever you think is going to happen. I think subline is 1.71. Uh, I'm actually going for them. I, I think that's, they've I just mean, been fair. barring, you know, it sucks at the major. They had the sub, so I don't, but they still played pretty well. Um, oh, yeah. I think without a doubt, they're going to be, be the ones that are going to be able to take that match. I think it'll be a five game series. I'm hoping at least it will be. Um, it is. It's going to be close either way. I don't. I don't think Chicago is going to roll over like in just three zero. No, I don't think they will for the rest of the season. Hopefully, I mean. Also, if you're the CDL, you better fucking hope Chicago shows up, especially for Major Five and Champs, because you need that viewership. Yeah, bad, and that impacts numbers a lot. Well, sure. Um, as we know, and, and as we have seen, I mean, they they are part of you know the most popular matches for pretty much all of Call of Duty um, and and some of the most viewed matches overall. I think we've kind of drawn out, you know, the I first know. I, I still, I still have two. I still oh, you've two. got two? All right, yeah, go ahead. You, I mean, you, you blitz past it. I can't believe you've overlooked the Paris Legion's phase uh, matchup. Again, minus two and a half at 1.97. I think just if there is a team to bet your money on, it is phase, phase and being able 100%. to double it, it's just fucking great. So I take them 2-0 this weekend. I grab both. They're playing against trash teams and both of them. So it's like easy, double your money. Um, and then I actually, for the bet I like for subline is Chicago is the over four and a half maps at 2.48. Oh, I, I mean, it's interesting. I love 2.48. 2.48. The thing is, it's gonna Chicago's gonna have to flip a hard point, in my opinion, for it to get there. Which then, yeah, you think it's you think it's gonna be a three-one? No, not really. By the way, you also just said that you're taking Chicago. I'm taking the money line. You're exactly. I I got them winning this. So, are they? What are they winning? What are they? Are they winning three-zero or three-one? So, okay, I think their control's been rough to say the least. But New York Uh also hasn't looked great at it. Um, So that's kind of a toss-up for me. Chicago's underrated on Search and Destroy, really. And, I mean, again, you said it. Like, they have individual players that make individual plays. As we saw, Formal kind of clutch up the Search and Destroy against Surge. Um, I don't know. I, it's just kind of up in the air for me. So, I do agree with you. I mean, like, I, I just think it's a good. I think it's easily. a good bet. Like, look, maybe one team goes 3-1. Of course, that always happens. But I think yeah. the odds are great here. The risk-reward is is really uh, – it, it's, it's there for me. Yeah, I, I – I mean, 
it's pretty much tripling your money at that point. Exactly. 2.8 multiplier, like that's solid. 2.48. No, that's 2.48. That's solid, especially for a match that I can really see going the distance as well. I, it's going to be interesting. I mean, it really just depends on if Chicago shows up on a given day. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think they'll beat the shit out of New York by any means, though. So no. Definitely I have one sense. other one, and this is my final one, um, is the Seattle Surge Florida Mutineers. The, I have it as a um, – the, so there's two ways of looking at it. You can either take the under 4.5 at 1.47, which I think is a nice, nice amount, um, if you're really feeling ballsy, you can take the under three and a half or 3.46, uh, which I think is great value, but I'm leaning towards, I think it's going to be a three, one for Florida. So I think the 1.47 works great. I also think the money line score, Florida mutineers, three Seattle search one at three seventy, disgusting. Yeah. Three ones like, especially cause we've seen Seattle come out, win a map and then always, just fall apart. Always. They um, always win a map. So no, like, I, I mean, like that a lot. So three one at three seventy, I think is a great one that I definitely want to put in. Um, but if you're not that confident, then I would just take under four and a half at one point four seven. I like the under four and a half a lot because we've also talked about the fact that surge don't win three twos, mm. and I don't think like I don't think Florida wins this three two. I don't think surge wins a three two. Like no, I think it's a three zero three one. Yeah, either way, like yeah. it, it really. I mean, you could see surge coming out on a given day and. and destroying a team but also florida's played pretty well together um for the most part especially last stage as well and then kind of saw things fall apart against new york a little bit in in situations where they could have played better but those are kind of our first blood picks the locks of the week and that leads us into the deeper depths um deep flank you know looking at the deep value picks underdogs and of course don't worry your pretty little head i've got a heinous parlay on the way (laughs) um i mean it's a big week for this like it is. I, the odds are all over the place. I mean, do I have to like? Do I have to spell it out? Ten odds on London. Like, who knows? You know? uh, like, I do. <laughs> no, okay. There, there are games in here that kind of make sense. Like, moving back to online, I think Empire performed really well in person. Um, yeah. But it is feasible that LAG could beat them online. In a, in a search and destroy setting, like where they take two searches and, and, and maybe rip a respawn there. 5.8 odds, I think, is solid um, for that. Oh, I've Especially got 6.22. If, oh, that's that's even better. Especially yeah. if Krim and Illy perform to the same level that they were online prior. Yeah. Um, I think it's very feasible. Yeah. You got anything? Any any deep flank picks? Any crazy shit? Honestly, no. Because I, I think the matches, it's hard to, I think this is going to be things like uh, Rocker versus Ultra. Maybe that's an upset. Um, maybe the Ravens upset Thieves, um, but the the odds aren't there for me. So the problem is, it's like in the matches where I think there could be an upset, I'm not yeah. like okay, maybe Gorillas do upset Rocker, but I wasn't gonna bet on that match anyway. So nine point oh one on Legion and ten ten point eleven on Ravens against Phase, yeah, fucking amazing odds. I'm not touching that. I mean, we got to discuss it, though. Who's more likely? If you're going to pick one of the two. Ooh, I think London. You think London? I think Yeah. London. Uh, we, we I don't know, dude. I mean. Oh, yeah, I don't know. London, since they've lost Zap 
and since they let him go, have looked like extremely poor. Yeah, I, in my opinion, like like really they bad. Had, they had moments where they looked good. Yeah, they've had moments, but like whereas again, Legion, I mean, they made a bad change in my opinion. Oh, absolutely. And Legion now I mean, has Zap. So that's true. So maybe it's Legion. Maybe I, I think it I, is I, Legion. I, okay, fine. I don't know who else. I mean, like, yeah, maybe Minnesota upsets Toronto. That's going to be a five-game series if they do. In yeah. which case, four point one three. Half, I think. Probably. I think four point. That's what I mean. Is four point one four actually? Now? I got four point four. Okay. Well, then you see, like that, and the LAG. I think are uh, two that you know I could see happening. Maybe I could see right. LAG upsetting Minnesota as well at three point three odds. I think that's like I've got that three. It's deep enough to be like. A little bit of an like one of those deeper value picks and yeah. more of an underdog situation. Um, that is be, very feasible be, as well. I, the thing is, I think there'll be one upset this week. There will, and but I don't think it's going to be like three. Where there are weeks where we've had loads, I think this week is just going to be like one, maybe two. Um, this week feels so laid out, just in front of you, exactly. very clear. Exactly. I, I mean. Look, that if, you want, said, if you want it, like, I, I agree with you. LAG, potential upsets, I think they're good. Um, I think Seattle Surge, potential upset, is there. That's believable to me. Uh, and the Rocker over Ultra is a potential upset as well. My issue with all of them is, uh, apart from the LAG ones, is I don't know if the odds are good enough to justify the risk. Yeah. I, I mean, that's... That's fair entirely. Like at least that's that's how I approach it. You guys know me. I'm very, I'm rational. Cautious, very, cautious, uh, I'm rational, cautious. I try to make cautious. very calcu. I have calculated risk. <laughs> that's what I. Have of course, yeah, that's what we got you for. Um, I mean, yeah, you never want to see ten odds on a team, and that I think just speaks more to the fact that the league is so just spread out across the board, and they also allowed a super team to be created, um, but. I mean, you know me as well and, and why I'm here. I do have my parlay for the first two days, at least, of those matches. We've got Atlanta Phase 3-0, Optic Chicago 3-0, Minnesota Rocker 3-2, and New York Subliners 3-1 for 57.7 odds. Woo. And as I always say, this is a lock, of course, without a doubt. There's no doubt in my mind that this is hitting. Um I clean across the board. I mean, it very feasible. The one that I'm worried about, honestly, Minnesota Rocker 3-2. I think mm. that one's interesting because, again, if, if you push LAG to five maps, there's a very high likelihood that they beat you, which is, you know, it gives me a little worry. But also Minnesota has been a good search and destroy team. And I think Major Maniac is kind of there to play search and destroy mainly um, to boost that performance. So, okay. Hopefully, and then LAG also needs to rip a map off New York, which I don't know how possible that is. That one's interesting. Okay, I want to bring us around I have, to the I have final my set. own yeah, like yeah. more rational one. Okay, uh, well, I mean, mine's yeah, rational. Sorry, sorry. Like you know. phase phase minus two and a half uh, against uh, Ravens and Legion over four and a half uh, for subline in Chicago under four and a half Seattle Surge Mutineers gives me thirteen point four three odds. That's solid. Yeah. I Listen, I like that a lot. I mean, you are counting on a team to go 6-0, but again, uh, super it's team. Phase. It's like, phase. It's phase. Yeah, they've been doing, like, phase. at this point, it's like, they've been doing it all year. 
It's not even a big. I mean, thing. yeah, and they're not facing a specialist team no. anyway. Like no. they're like Legion and Ravens are not LAG to where, okay, like maybe a Surgeon's Troy map gets a little tricky or competitive. Yeah, um, it, yeah, I can get on board with that as well. I, I mean, the biggest danger there, maybe Chicago, New York. Yeah, um, that's what I think is the biggest danger. I mean, like, look, if you take out, if you just keep the phase in, you're getting uh, 3.68 odds. Yeah. Which I think is great. Cr- it's great across the board. So I think that kind of, you know, rounds us out and brings us up to yeah, our that's... final segment. So let's move into Cracked and Whack. What team's going to shock? And what team's chalks moving forward? You know, who's on the come up? Who's got something to prove? You got teams picked here? Or yeah, what, what uh, are we I think at? I, LA Thieves. I think they're, they're whack. Uh, whack. They're, yeah, they're yep. not. I had that I as well. They're <laughs> yeah, they're just, I, they're all over the place. It's so hard. Like, you need some consistency. I just, it's, I don't see it happening. They've given no chance for any of their teams to gel. And the one time they had a roster that was competing with top four, yeah. they just threw it out the window. Yeah. And I mean, I get signing Hook, great talent. But, but then they don't use him. I mean, my notes right now, I've got LA Thieves has a lot to prove right now. Those subs need to perform badly. Experience is out the window. Yeah. So, like, those submachine guns, are they're going to have to go up against some of the best in the league. Like, I, I don't trust them to beat Envoy and Scump. I don't trust them to beat Simpin and Beezy, obviously. I don't trust them to be Chatsy and Vivid, um, Asim, Hydra, like those duos. We're talking about like some unbelievable players that they're going to have to stack up against. I mean, Bance, obviously, Kleenex, they've been performing out of their minds. Um, so I can agree with you that LA Thieves whack right now. For me, cracked. I mean, it has to be said. We, we touched on it. Top of the hour. Dallas, you know. Ah, yes. Totally. I, I still don't trust them entirely online. But what a performance, right? Yeah. Like, they played out of their minds across the weekend. Crim6 got his revenge on Formal several times. I mean, they 6-1 them maps at total. Oh, yeah. Um, and, and allegedly, they hadn't practiced all the maps. So, with the limited map set, that's that's what Crim6 told Zuma. With the limited map set and having them perform at that level and take phase to nine, it's, uh, I think, somewhat significant. Um, oh, no, absolutely. Like, look, they dominated at the very start. Uh, yeah. And that's why they they never dropped out of top four just because they got carried um, with their initial performance. Um, yeah, absolutely. yeah, they they are. Yeah, they're the team. I couldn't agree more. I need to see like, can they consistently continue to do this, or was this was a uh, flash in the pan? Yeah, it's it's a matter of online versus land maybe as well, and we might see this come back at the stage five major, um, even if they do have bad you know yeah. stage altogether. You got any final thoughts for the for the viewers for the listeners? I guess um, oh, really? this, this is an audio this format is, uh, podcast. It's pretty straightforward. Like, make it's sure to follow us on uh, Twitter at Best of hey. Network. Hey, hey, that's my thing. That's my, sorry, you do it. Sorry, that's my uh, final thought. <laughs> <laughs> make sure to follow us on Twitter at Best of Three Network. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Money Hill. We will see you guys next week. Also follow, you know, everybody individually on Twitter. I think those are linked in the description below as well. Um, again, Discord. thank you for listening to another week. Oh, yeah. Join our Discord. It's in the pin tweet on Twitter as well. Um, we're active there. We love to talk to you guys about betting, betting strategy, uh, what we're looking at, what we're hot on. Um, so give us a shout in the Discord. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Money Hill. Again, we will see you next week.